0: Welcome back to the Filmhouse Holiday Bracket. I'm Elise, joined by James. Hello. And of course, we have our two holiday aficionados, Josh Flanagan and Zach Anner, always bringing the festivities. Uh, you guys even put on the same pajamas and hat you were wearing last time. It's wild. I haven't showered in a
1: week. <laughs> <laughs> Just sat there and waited for the next podcast to start.
0: Things got heated. Yeah. To recap our last session, we filled the honorable mention spot with the santa claus starring tim allen and we voted out how the grinch stole christmas gremlins Mm -hmm. national lampoon's christmas vacation Mm -hmm. some big losses there
1: big losses this is bad for the coalition by the way oh yeah josh and james uh, formed a
0: coalition mm -hmm. zach threatened to leave numerous times
2: yep and uh this time this time no matter what happens
3: I'm sticking around. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: I go. got it. Well, wow.
2: Was this your personal moment? You know, what moment? this past week right. is I, I found my own spirit of Christmas even more.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That And I realized that uh, threatening to abandon you guys was not very Christmassy. Mm-mm,
0: I agree. I mean, or it was the most Christmas thing to do. Yeah. I mean, what what other gift
2: can you give yourself than leaving this podcast early.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, to receive such a gift yes. would be a wonderful thing, truly.
0: Here's what's left in the bracket. Scrooged and Elf, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger, Ranger, Reindeer, and Home Alone, Nightmare Before Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas, A Christmas Story, Muppet Christmas Carol, Love Actually, and The Santa Claus.
1: Can I just say, I refuse going forward to vote for anything with Christmas in the title. Okay, all right. <laughs> Um, um next so, up is yeah,
0: Scrooged versus Elf
1: any any uh, immediate since, thoughts right out the gate
2: since the last one took a long time I'm going to come right out and say that I don't have particularly strong feelings about either one of mm, these films okay. uh, but I, I think I would go with Elf hmm.
1: um,
2: I love Bill Murray don't get me wrong National Treasure But just in terms of the feeling that I get, and also I think that the music choices and and Elf are very very smart because a lot of them are not dedicated Christmas songs, Mm -hmm. but they are movies that just put you or music that just puts you in a good uh, mood, Mm -hmm. and uh, you got your you got your Louis Prima, you got your uh, Billy Preston, and uh, I think. Leon Redbone sings with, Zoe uh, Zooey Deschanel. Uh, and, uh, I'm sure that, uh, Funhouse has a, a bunch of music aficionados. It's a big crossover,
1: yeah. <laughs> with Louis Redbone uh, and Funhouse. And I just
2: love, I love the soundtrack to this movie, so. Okay. And, uh, Will Ferrell, great. Ed Asner, great. Uh, yeah. That's it.
1: Okay. Um. All right, I gotta leave. All right, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Um, I'm going to jump in here because I'm definitely leaning more towards Scrooge. Same. We, we've talked about this in the last episode about our perspectives on Christmas and a lot of the Christmas media. And I think we're seeing a trend of Zach really wanting some of that warm heartedness, the, the joy of Christmas, the the love and compassion that comes in with Christmas. Whereas myself, much more cynical, right? Likes to see movies that better reflect my perception of it is being tired, feeling like there's now added responsibilities and seeing like a lot of the commercialism. But deep down inside, hoping for some sort of change. You know, I voted for Grinch and and uh, and Christmas Vacation, some movies that were a lot more cynical takes on Christmas, but still ending with a warmed heart um, than some of these other ones. Uh, so Scrooge. I also having seen it recently, it doesn't pull any punches. It's it's Bill Murray doing some of Bill Murray's best, which is saying a lot. He is. He just gets to vamp all the Murray
0: brothers. Actually,
1: we got tons of Murray brothers in it. showing every single one. I think Um, just vamping. I also like how, you know, you get these movies that have to reinterpret Christmas Carol. We're going to see another one later on with Muppet Christmas Carol. And there's, Certain distances you can go. You can go further from it, yeah. or you can go closer to it. I
0: will say, I just read The "Wild and Crazy Guys," uh, which is kind of kind of looks at a bunch of these these comics from the '80s. And Bill Murray hated Scrooge. Mm-hmm. He hated making it. He hated but, it so much, which I think did- is very. Well, I think it's very thematically appropriate for Scrooge. Except he didn't come out the other side going "I'm a changed
1: man." He just well, fucking hated it. But name a movie Bill Murray did like making because it um, feels like he hated all I of them. I forget
0: what it's called, but there's one movie that he made, which was his his attempt to make like a serious to be a serious actor in a drama, and he loved it's making a, that movie. Set? He traveled is all that over what the it world. Is? Pardon. Is it Razor's Edge? Yes, it's Razor's Edge. He loved making
1: Razor's it, Edge. But it, it seems, it's interesting, and this is probably something that we would have to, we should have Bill Murray on to discuss with him about it. Yeah, but, then we'll get um, the real story. It does seem like Bill Murray, the, what people, or what I love about Bill Murray is his kind of dickish, I'm over this, why am I even here kind of attitude. He does that better than almost any other actor, comedic or otherwise. And... Maybe that informs his performances. Because, like, Groundhog Day is the same thing. He's so dismissive in that movie. And then we hear about how troublesome that that shoot was. Mm-hmm. It actually probably made it a better film. But even, even regard like, regardless of that, like, Richard Donner made such a dark, scary, and updated version of the Christmas Carol story. Like it has all of the bits and pieces of the original Dickens story translated almost perfectly to that 80s cocaine New York era of things. Like TV, all, every single element that they translated from the old one of like him being a, a landlord or whatever to him being a TV executive, it, it all feels so creative. And if you had like a big board, dry erase board with like drawing lines between them, everything would match perfectly. So I, I love Scrooge. I'll say Elf always comes up. I know people that love Elf. Mm-hmm. It's never clicked for me. Um, I, if it's on, I'll watch it. If someone suggests it, sure. I
0: usually watch it because someone goes to me and says, I love Elf.
1: Let's I, every, watch Elf. And every, then I say, okay, but every every I never single, seek it Every out. single time I've watched it, it's because someone else had said, has said, let's watch Elf. Yeah. And then oh, and it's charming I, it's
0: and enchanting it's and fine. funny. I and don't
1: think sweet. Will Ferrell is very funny in it. I think my favorite things about the movie is kind of what Zach's saying. is like there's an overall joy, a love of Christmas, and a brightness to the film. But when you think about, like, how funny Will Ferrell can be, I actually find him to be kind of insufferable and stupid in this movie. Um, as opposed to Anchorman Stupid, which is to me hilarious. So you know, there's that aspect of to it. Uh, so that it's a strike against Elf, but I also get that it's a hard, it's very hard Christmas movie. Like it is very much a bright color. Everything is red and green. There's snow everywhere and stuff. So those are, that's kind of where I'm landing on these two.
2: I think that was a very compelling argument. James. Thank you. you. You you may have swayed me.
1: Oh, well, I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to sway anyone. The coalition See, stands they, as as individuals in, on a united front. So, but. um.
2: I think one point about Bill Murray, though. I think my favorite Bill Murray is, is actually oblivious Bill Murray. Like, what about Bob Bill Murray? <gasps> oh, okay. I love. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah I get so, that. So Yeah.
1: What's about. your so, favorite
0: Brian Doylemer? Josh. Josh again. <laughs> <Josh laughs> <Flanigan. laughs>
1: that's a whole other podcast. Separate, At least that's yeah, a whole other podcast. That's a whole
3: another. so I, like I here's the thing. I don't think I've ever seen Scrooge all the way through. I think I've only seen it in pieces. Mm. And my my finger on the pulse of the people like over the years seems like people don't love Scrooge. Like, I don't know, just my, anytime I've ever talked about it with anyone, it's, I've never heard it come up on any favorite Christmas lists, and, and I think even in Bill Murray movies, I think people tend to put it lower in the spectrum. Um, so I don't know, I don't, I don't have a huge opinion about that. I do think with Elf, um, Elf came out, I, I, I am also, I've never been, been pulled in by Elf or, or really considered a classic. I think a big piece of that is that movie came out when I was in Iraq. And so I didn't, I guess that could have gone either way, right? I probably could have mm-hmm. seen a movie there, like, you know, when I fell in love with The Matrix Revolutions and went, <laughs> yes, this embodies my life. Um, also, to fall 2003. Um, but the, no, I don't know. I, I I, think I missed a window, a cultural window. That whole year, I kind of missed cultural windows. And so I missed that one with Elf and and never really, even when I watched it afterward, just never really connected with it. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't feel super strong about other ones. It sounds like Zach might already be swayed. So, honestly, the only thing that's gonna sway me at this point um, is that I'm still pissed about "It's a Wonderful Life" beating uh, "Christmas Vacation." That was a, and so that even was a if week Zach... ago. I know, but it's the the wound is fresh, mm-hmm. and it it it's lingered um, like an open present. And I am ready to vote against whatever Zach votes oh against. Oh my gosh. No a spite
1: vote. We wow. love, in fact, in those brackets, a spite we love vote. A good spice, Partisan, spite vote. Partisanship showing yeah. itself.
2: And that wasn't even enough. I, was like, I have a problem with your analogy of lingering like an open present.
3: Well, yeah, no, you're right. It's a bad analogy. I was going open wound, and then it it Uh just fell apart mid-sentence, and then I just (laughs) moved on. okay. That's a a fair critique. I also
2: appreciate... Well, once it's opened, you're playing with it. Like I feel like a a wrapped present Mm -hmm. could do
0: some lingering. Or a present that's behind glass that a child can only look at but not play with. Why'd you say that like you know? (laughs) Um, I appreciate that. That Josh went for pure spite vote and wasn't it wasn't even an allegiance to the coalition.
3: I know. I mean, it is. It's it, it, it's a double whammy.
0: I think so. we should vote. Oh, you haven't said anything though. What do you mean? You haven't really. Talk- I mean, have you really? I echoed your sentiments about Scrooge because I also think that it's it's a. And I I did say that while I find Elf to maybe you just weren't listening. Maybe while I find Elf to be charming and delightful, it's never really struck that chord with me. And I said that I only watch it if somebody asks yeah, me yeah. to watch it. Um.
3: Let me just make it clear, in principle, I would vote for Elf because I appreciate its upbeatness, but I'm not going to sure. do that. Well, Sure. I, I like when Scrooge a lot, and I also
0: like really like how it does you a, a, an You guys watch Elf a lot. Do I watch Elf a lot?
2: I mean, it's, uh, you and James both said, it. whenever somebody yeah. suggests uh, you yeah. watch everything. Elf, to me everyone's me. coming over and saying, hey, my favorite movie is Elf, and you're like
1: fine Let's put it, it on. It, it, honestly, it's happened more times than you think. It sounds like a joke, but it has happened at least four or five times in my life, where someone else has said, "Let's watch Elf because I love it," and then it goes on.
0: Scrooge could do a very bad job of, uh, of you know, making his evolution feel disingenuous, but it does the opposite. It does a really, really good job of of setting up all these moments. And doing these micro changes. So but by, mm-hmm. by the time that you get to the new Bill Murray, you mm-hmm. don't feel like, oh, they just they just needed him to become a new person. You see you see these small
1: changes in who he is. Yeah, he it, happening. it, it, it seems like every time he comes back, he thinks he thinks of an action he could take. Yes. To to be a better person. And I think but that's, that's not very artfully change. done. Yeah, I
0: think it's very artfully done. Also,
1: Karen Allen, you know, if someone's going to if someone's going to warm your heart on Christmas, her showing up. It's a, yeah, she's, she's, she's pretty great. I, I mean, Marianne Ravenwood is, mm-hmm. is, is peak Karen Allen, but like, she's pretty great in this movie yeah. as well. So.
3: I mean, i guys, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm all for Scrooge. It sounds like a great film. <laughs> He's going to vote for Elf. It's wonderful. Five stars. Let's do okay. it. Let's all do right. it.
0: Okay. So let's do one for Scrooge, two for Elf.
1: Okay. On three. One, two, three. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Zach, we I got was, him you guys. Zach, you guys, we got it. I think Zach Spite voted there.
0: Oh yeah. my god! I was just waiting to see what Josh did to
1: not do the same. I think a lot of people are going to be upset that Elf is eliminated. It's. I listen. I get it. It's beloved. I know enough people that feel that way, but I just. But it it never here's, here's
2: the thing about these me. films: we're not deleting them from we are. history.
1: They're gone. You are you are snapping the discs <laughs> yeah, well, we are. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you did That's why you guys, we told you guys to rewatch them all, not to inform yourself, because it'll be the last time for. You most didn't of them. see
0: in the in the contract we sent you. There's the fine print that says now you can never watch any of the movies lim- eliminated from the mm-hmm. competition.
1: Snap your discs. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't
2: disc. read anything you guys write
0: <laughs> I know th- yeah, that's true. <laughs> mm. <laughs> What was that? I don't know. It was, that was me beep- <laughs> <I, laughs> chortling. It. Sex. Sex. Jab. <laughs> See,
2: what I liked is that there was a genuine laugh and then you're like, I need to add to it <laughs> and be sarcastic. Um, you're like, I, I don't want him to have that Real laugh. I wish Let's we, add a fake one. I wish we were getting drunk
1: on eggnog while we were. <laughs> yeah, me too. And be. then the, and by the end, that's what we should do. Eventually, we should do a bracket where we're drinking during and it. We're drunk by and the, end. the end. of the three hours, we're completely hammered trying to discuss what's better, L for aliens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, next up on the Zach Anner Elimination Tour is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Home Alone.
1: So this this
2: one is an easy one for
1: me this is this is the first into the territory we discussed on the first episode the do are short movies can a movie be something that's less than two and a half hours long and I say yes <laughs> I say it can not, not by Academy rules not by the Academy short, film no, category, short film category short film category there's still
3: movies um, so even, even with the 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 uh... Medium split of these two. I, I, to me, this is an easy choice. Yeah, I, I think it's
1: an easy choice for me as well. I, I mean, I get, I, I appreciate. I'll just, I'll step out. I'll step out onto the podium, uh, if I may. Um, I appreciate everything that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer did for animation and for that, like huddle Stop around motion. the television, the seasonal holiday programming. It really was like a major part of that. And I think holiday programming is really important too. Oftentimes it involves a lot of these movies. I saw Scrooge in syndication for the first time. And that's probably why Josh has only seen bits and pieces of it. Um, So like that holiday programming is really important. And I do think that holiday programming would be lacking without Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, a lot of these other animated shorts that we've seen before. They're like, these fun events and I like seeing them come on five times in a day for whatever reason. That being said, I mean, it's not, that's the one with the, the Jägermeister or whatever. No,
0: that's Santa Claus coming to town. Santa
1: Claus is coming to town. uh, There's the Jack Frost. So you don't even know the movie that you're... No, because I was going to say... There's there's a Yeti. There's so many of these that they all started to blend together. There's Cornelius the climber, the hiker. There's like three of them about Santa Claus. Three different origin stories of Santa Claus. Okay, let me
0: educate you in Rudolph the red nose Reindeer. Because I know who I'm voting for, but I do think that that Rudolph is going to get the shaft here, and I think that's unfair. Hmm. Because this is a true underdog story. All right. If we're looking at the spirit of Christmas, this is a character that wants nothing more than to be helpful and be part of the Christmas spirit and is constantly told that they do not meet the expectation to do so, that they and and even beyond that, they are a nuisance to be included. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also the story. If like me, you were really attached to, you know, you built these emotional, um, bubbles around physical things. Like, with toys, when I was a kid, I would feel like, oh, I don't, I'm not playing with that toy. I feel bad for that toy. And the island of misfit toys in Rudolph sends a whole other message about discarding things. And then when you translate that to people and say, you can't, you know, the idea of just like discarding toys away, then you put that on another level, on a human level. It's like, oh, there are people that get discarded and thrown away and sent to their, their island of misfit toys. And that's not, a, you know, that's not Right. Either.
2: I suppose it is one of the first and best uh, examples of disability representation. Well, that's ever not ever. what I was going
0: for, Zach. Um, I would disagree. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But uh, I think that's exactly what you were going for. I wasn't. I um,
2: think you you were making the play. Dude, of, stop making this about you. you. Not, how can you not make a, a, How can your boat not be for Rudolph the Red-Nosed
0: Reindeer, you broken jack in the box of a man? <laughs> First of all, I was talking about soldiers again, like White Christmas. Two, stop making this about you.
3: Wow. Okay. <laughs>
0: um, no, I I was just talking about like you know the person that's that's living in a retirement home and their family doesn't come to visit them or the person that's living on the street. Like the world is full of lonely, discarded people mm-hmm. who just get eschewed from society, and we don't think of them. Mm-hmm. And um, and. Like just, I love a good underdog story, so I think Rudolph coming back and then he actually having hidden talent that makes him even more valuable mm-hmm. is like such a great message to send to kids, mm-hmm. um, too. And of course, like Cornelius and the Yeti, their love story mm-hmm. is beautiful. No um, Burgermeister in that one, right? No Burgermeister okay, in that one. Fair. That being said, I'm probably gonna vote for Home Alone.
1: Okay.
3: All right. So I I, I I also appreciate the themes of Rudolph. I think finding using your. What is perceived as a weakness, as a strength, is, like, such a great, you know.
0: It's your life story. Mm-hmm. So. It's, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I just... Mm. Nobody you, laughs me. when what? Zach roasts me. Everybody chortles. <laughs> <harder> <laughs> when I
1: Why? hit Josh with a good one. First of one. all, nobody chortles except for you. You're um, the only one chortling. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what, which, which, yeah, that sounds like another... Is that a character that comes up, too? The chortler in, like, a later riddle? Yeah, <laughs> It's like the Santa one. Um, no, I agree. I don't I to me that like child home alone is such a big piece of my childhood. It's one of the first movies, possibly the first movie I ever saw twice in a theater. Mm. Um, I remember like it was always sold out we would try and go. I don't know it's 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 just great yeah, it's great. I, I, don't,
1: I, yeah. I I oh go ahead go ahead, Zach. you go ahead.
2: No, no, you go ahead I, it's I, your show
1: I didn't really I didn't really talk about home alone much, but I would say like in terms of like checking all the boxes that we've kind of come to a consensus on things we look for. Christmas is more than the setting, it is the plot and it is the theme, right? And then I also I also think that it for me it's not a pure joy as say Elf was, right? Where it's like so the the main character your viewpoint is so joyous that I find them to be insufferable cuz I think at the heart of it it's such it's such a great place where Kevin he thinks Christmas means getting to do whatever he wants. Like, he thinks that's what it means. And it isn't until he experiences that without the people that he actually does care about that he realizes what Christmas actually does means. Does he
0: thinks it's getting to do whatever he wants. I mean, I, I think guess so.
1: he, being a grown up, he thinks about being a grown up is getting to do whatever you want. No, but I think
2: his family's holding them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he see, he's exposed to the worst of Christmas in the opening scene, which is all these people. Yeah,
0: Fuller
2: with and, the bed. And he
1: disappears into the background that he and then he's also he's blamed for something like and he gets no joy from it. And then but then he gets the flip side. He's shown, oh, well, what about the complete opposite? Mm hmm. It's a it's a holiday where you can do whatever you want to, and you get to do and you get to like be experience life in a whole new way. And he realizes, oh well, that's meaningless. About
0: yeah, himself. and old Ben Shovel Slayer will get his ben, price yeah. and
1: souls. He sees that stuff. I, I also think, like most John Hughes movies, like it just does such a great job creating all of those characters. Like the whole community is very clear like even beyond the family. And then and as Catherine O'Hara is trying to get back to him, just the, like John Candy and the cast of characters that she comes across. Every scene is so vibrant with characters um, that I, I I mean, we didn't even talk about the, the wet bandits. Like they are such a great villain. Like they could be so boring, but Joe Pesci, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: casting that is like so fun. Uh, that was my first experience with him. And it was like, wild going back and finding the other things as i got older the and other he's things that he's scary when you're a kid he is scary but yeah. he's he's like kid scary like he's like kid scary and you don't realize how much he had to infuse that from him being actually terrifying insane person in other movies um but yeah i don't know home alone is home alone is so great it has such a perfect christmas neighborhood that it's set in every shot of everything is just so christmasy he's always wearing pajamas I-
2: I have a theory about Home Alone, that uh, what makes it a classic movie is John Williams' score.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like because if you put like an '80s synthie score to that, it would just be this like cheesy movie. But that that score is so Christmassy and so wonderful mm-hmm. that it elevates the entire film to a classic. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it feels also like. So it's has to do with the score, but it feels like all the lighting in it is like candle lighting, <laughs> like of so like everything is bloomed with the light mm-hmm. of like a fireplace or a candle. And I don't know that that's the actual cinematography, but I feel like when you're listening to the score, that's how you feel. So anyway, there's
3: like there's really great spins on Christmas songs, too. And that I'm thinking about it, like when he's running back to his house. Is it like it's like it's actually like all the Bells yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, but
3: it's like this weird tense, <laughs> yeah. like thriller version. Uh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also a movie uh, Zach and I quote a lot to each other about calling each other. Look what you did, you did you little, little jerk! jerk.
1: Mm-hmm. I quote this movie Look all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time she has mm-hmm. milk with pizza. Yeah, well,
2: we do it the always, different, We do we split the difference. You do right. the one from the actual movie, and then I do the one from his head.
1: <laughs> yeah, from the flashback,
3: which I which bugged me as a kid. I was like, "Why aren't they these?" It bugged the
2: same? me too. It's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> different takes."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What? <laughs> I didn't understand that it was what he perceived them to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is what's great is that there are so many layers to Home Alone mm-hmm. that you <laughs> uncover when you're older. Um, what one day, one gripe that I have about Home Alone that I've only uh, recently uh, come upon as a cynical older man is that it was my first exposure to katherine o'hara and i didn't realize until i was watching all the christopher guest things and sctv and all that like just how funny she was mm-hmm. and like for somebody who is that funny to to not get the like chance to be funny i feel is is a, a slight missed opportunity
1: yeah, I get yeah. that. I, I mean it speaks to her range, right? Is that like my first experience with Kathleen O'Hara was definitely as the the mom. The yeah, the anti Kevin, right? Mm-hmm. Like the very strict, uh boring mom.
0: I think I watched Beetlejuice though shortly around or around the same time or shortly yeah. after this. Yeah. So
1: But even in Beetlejuice, when you appreciate how funny she is in that movie, she's still very much like the She's just unfun weird. mom. Yeah. You know. And yeah, I get that. But.
0: There's there's a whole um, generation of young people now that are online being like, "Did you know that the mom from Home Alone is uh, the mom from Shit's Creek?"
1: And I'm like, "Oh ugh. my god, yeah." They did. Ugh.
0: You put some That's respect weird. on Catherine O'Hara, yeah. Canadian queen icon.
1: Yeah, she's fantastic. Noted. All right, should we okay. vote? let's vote. All yeah, right, let's vote. One hand for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Two hands for Home Alone. On three. One, two, three. Wow. Unanimous. Our, first, unanimous. our first
3: unanimous. I think we're all a coalition now, mm-hmm. guys. We did it. don't break I down. expect all our votes to be right down the line this time. We, Actually, I'm dreading, we really I'm dreading s- the vote that's.
2: Speed through these.
3: Yeah. The vote that's two votes away, I'm dreading. I think it's going to be a slugfest, for, at least for my end. Oh, I know. Be a hard it's one. going to. Oh, my, I eyeball it. I know where some people are going to be. I know Aww, where it is. Yeah.
0: Next up in the bracket, Nightmare Before Christmas versus Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: Like
2: that. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Please. For a sec. Um, here, I'll, I'll uh, say right off the bat that um, uh, I know that Nightmare Before Christmas is one of Elise's favorite movies. And it's not one of mine. Mm. I, I, I feel like there's too much of it that feels dark and Halloweeny for it to be a Christmas movie for me. That said, I'm voting for it because I care about Elise so much.
1: Oh well, you don't have to wow. do that. I, you don't have to do that, and I don't want this movie to be because
0: cool.
1: <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna make Josh look like a real asshole in the next round.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Zach. Mm. I should also I'm, point out that I mean, if you vote for Charlie Brown, then you're just you know you're a shill
1: are you a shill
0: yeah it was a special a, i'm reading here a special commissioned and sponsored by the coca-cola company oh,
1: oh. but that's how all of that shit got made back then <laughs> Not, <laughs> nothing prior to 1982 was ever made, that's how this show gets made actual money yeah no
2: this is what's a, this would be a great time for an ad. <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: right um I don't know. I mean, I hear what you're saying, and I kind of agree, at least when I talk about this all the time. I think the best time to watch Nightmare Before Christmas is on or around Halloween, so you can appreciate the overwhelming Halloween elements while looking forward to Christmas. I feel like if you watch Nightmare Before Christmas on Christmas, you're going to spend most of your time with your arms crossed wishing it was Halloween again. Because it doesn't really, for me, become a Christmas movie until this the last end when he gets all suited up and goes out to. Not when the he present. discovers Christmas Town. Not really. What's cause this? They're, they're not even ready for Christmas then. They're like Christmas Town is just kind of like business as usual. Instead
0: of throwing heads.
1: I don't know. I I feel like it's a. It, it, and <laughs> I also feel like this the music in it all feels more Halloweeny. Oogie Boogie is like the primary antagonist. I'm Oogie like good, Boogie
0: man. None of
1: none of the music feels Christmassy, with the exception of some jingle bells during the one Christmas song, and so um, I have always felt like Nightmare Before Christmas is. It, I would rather watch it on Halloween than I would watch it around Christmas, um, and then on the flip side, I can think on this whole list of maybe with the exception of where are you christmas no soundtrack come like comes close to just capturing the spirit of christmas as the charlie brown the charlie brown jazzy christmas soundtrack is like
2: the vince Giraldi trio are forever cemented as the soundtrack to christmas
1: it's it's just and it's when you think like there's so many things that it appears in in other places where you don't even realize that here's, it is Charlie from a Charlie Brown Coca-Cola special.
0: Here's the thing. I never gravitate to watching Charlie Brown Christmas, never have, doubt I never will. But I think that's because I'm a Charlie Brown.
1: No, yeah, you're the one who should be watching it the most. I also like peanuts. Yeah, you There. And you're always wearing that dumb striped shirt. <laughs> you are you are just like Charlie Brown right now. You also have only had three hairs coming out of, the top of your head. <laughs> Um, I know there are people out there who don't like Charlie Brown because of it's so melancholy, like actual get get actual child actors to just talk to each other to write dialogue kind of thing. Um, but for whatever reason, I've always kind of been okay with the world of Charlie Brown.
2: I love those anyway. kids. I really appreciate that voice acting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, like. I love it when kids are allowed to be kids mm-hmm. in movies. Yeah, you know,
1: they all sound like Ike from South Park, just like <laughs> muttering child nonsense, like age-appropriate child mutterings, and it's like you and know, there are there's some probably very
2: strong religious uh, parts when Linus gives his whole speech.
1: Mm-hmm. I part of me feels like Charlie Brown is a reputa- representation of a Midwest I really enjoy. Like it's it, it's kind of like more modern 20th century small town vibes. so I don't know, I don't know that's just in jo- overall Charlie Brown. so that's that's kind of explaining where I feel like I'm gonna be voting on this one. Josh
3: here's the thing. I know that this movie is one of Elise's favorite movies. I'll see so how- I don't want to crush it, you know by voting against it mm-hmm. you know He's- just in case I need to vote against something heavily next round don't Um, grease the wheels so no i i I, you know i think there's always gonna be a, a debate as to where this movie falls i would say most the actual plot centers on christmas not halloween and therefore i think it tips more christmas than it does halloween even the aesthetic is more halloween um i also just think it's one of honestly one of the best movies ever made like i think it's i mean it's, it's just about a perfect 75 agreed minute, like it's in and out like this every song is good um it's 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 just so good and so iconic and i love that the the just the concept is so fresh compared to to most you know i think at a certain point christmas movies do kind of fall in this rhythm of they have to hit these certain bullet points of family and whatever else. And this is just something completely different. Like it's, it's, it's its own beast. So it's hard. I, and I honestly haven't seen Charlie Brown Christmas in a long time. Um, and I like Charlie Brown fine. You know, like who doesn't like Snoopy, but like the, I don't know. This seems, this yeah. is an easy vote for me. Mm. I mean, only easy because I want to support a lease.
1: Why is he winking into the camera? I,
0: <laughs> I would I would also argue that while oh, Charlie gosh, Brown Christmas has its own ele- messaging, the messaging in Nightmare Before Christmas is more elegant. Um, to, again, it's kind of the look within yourself to appreciate what you have and mm-hmm. what, what you might want to appreciate is right under your
1: nose and you don't realize I, it. I do like the scene when Jack Skellington sees Sally and she's 23 and unwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Sally Well, what's going <laughs> on here, Sally? <laughs> she's like, I, I am actually now the head of the Worms laboratory sword.
0: Another Catherine O'Hara master She's two parts in this movie Shock and uh, Sally mm. Another wow. Catherine O'Hara can do no wrong mm-hmm. Wormswort
1: well, well, I am Jack Skellington <laughs> anyway. I quote this movie all, all time All right, here. so we vote? Yeah All right so, it'll be one hand for Nightmare for Christmas, two hands for Charlie Now, vote for your passion. Don't Christmas.
0: vote for me. Don't vote for me. Vote for your passion. Don't sure, worry, I won't.
1: Hashtag for Elise. No. Here we go. Nope. All right. On one, two, three. Which way? Okay, hold, hold on. Hold on. Let me check the bracket. Okay, it's one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry,
3: Coalition. Nightmare Before Christmas. To do, I had to. This is a political play, Coalition. Uh-huh, I yeah. have to do this because I'm about to drop an A-bomb on the next one
2: there's no way you're winning this no one, fucking i know way. i know
3: which makes me really sad um but that's fine you know whatever i'll just i'll just fuck off again that's fine. <laughs> zoom out again <laughs> yeah
0: feels is premium cbd delivered directly to your door if you experience stress anxiety chronic pain trouble sleeping feels is here to help you i've taken it to help me sleep and it's worked great it helps naturally reduce stress, anxiety. It doesn't give you a hangover or a high or an addiction. You just put a few drops under your tongue and let it do its thing. If you're not uh, familiar with CBD and you need some help determining your dosage, there's a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels has us feeling our best every day and it can help you too. become a member today by going to feels.com slash film and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A ls.com slash film to become a member and get 50% taken automatically off your first order with free shipping feels.com. Thank you so much.
1: Life can be stressful under even normal circumstances. And 2020 has challenged some of the most difficult times of life. And it's important situations like this to provide yourself with stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. Uh, whatever your situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. It's super easy. Honestly, you just log into the app. I love using it because you get these very comforting voices that make meditation seem accessible. It makes it seem easy, and it makes it Really effective, so you never feel like you wasted your time. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well being. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits. It has over 600,000 five star reviews and over 60 million downloads. It makes it easy for you to build a life changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime anywhere. It actually works. And if you've never tried meditation before, I highly, highly recommend it. And this is the perfect entry point for you to get into it. Uh, you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com filmhouse. That's headspace.com filmhouse for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com filmhouse today. Okay. Elise, here we go. Next up in the bracket. Three a- episodes of a podcast just to do this. A
0: Christmas story versus one of the best Christmas movies you can ever watch ever made Muppet Christmas Carol
1: would you like to begin
0: now i should point out that muppet family christmas also a robust dynamic delightful film is not in this bracket
1: mhm then that's it okay that's it <laughs> <laughs> okay all right
0: uh, let's see josh you of the floor.
3: <laughs> um, okay. Well let me let me start with this. I, I love a Christmas story. It's it's probably my favorite Christmas movie on this entire bracket. Because it has such big heart and I think does such a great job of the things we've talked about. Like, I mean to me like this Christmas story is the is the optimistic version of what jingle all the way wants to be right? It's the story of like chasing this thing, but, but what it really means to someone and how, how it defines them. But ultimately this holiday being about the family that's around you. And I was always, I was astounded, uh, as a kid to learn that this movie was not made a long time ago. There's something so sick feeling, mm-hmm. like it feels like a movie that was made in like the forties. Cause there's, mm-hmm. there's, and I know it's set, it's set back. I think it's set in the sixties maybe. Um, but it feels it feels there's just something so classic about the build of it that as a kid, I had no idea. I thought and it's made in the 80s, like early 80s, mm-hmm. I think. And um, so I think that speaks to something about the craftsmanship of it. There's just something so pure about mm-hmm. the way it's built that it feels like a much older movie and in, in, in the best way. not it's, like dated, but
1: it's also shot so soft the whole movie feels soft, which I think ties to the motif of like Christmas and the recollection of Christmas, but also how movies looked. Sometimes we're a little bit softer just in terms of on focus and clarity and stuff like that. It wasn't as high contrast as as we got in more modern filmmaking. So like, yeah,
0: I don't like this movie I, at all.
1: I I also excuse
3: me, excuse <laughs> me, <for> coalition, <laughs> um, I have because we'll get to your movie. I have uh, <laughs> I, I also think it's the movie that does the absolute best job of portraying the magic of actual Christmas morning. The presents. I don't think there's another movie on this. I mean just just that joy He's and back that back level of excitement I'm, and and the, the the night after like when there's there it's snowing at night and they' you're kind of sitting in the calm aftermath. Of what's happened Mm -hmm. like i'd love that scene i love when it's the dad and the mom and it's snowing and it's just like this really quiet because that's chaos like christmas morning for us is like there's this chaos and then when there's this excitement you know as a kid you can't sleep the night before You stay up all night you get the stuff you play with all your stuff and at the end of it there's just this like nice calm after the storm where it is this kind of like sweet heartfelt moment and that's the only movie i feel like there's movies that dabble in it, Christmas I'm, Vacation and things, but like that's the only movie where it's like, that is what Christmas Day has always felt
1: like to me. I'm, gonna, it feels I'm trying to think if there's perfect. a scene like that in Sucker Punch. Is, so.
3: It's when they're dancing.
1: <laughs> oh um, right. They don't show the dancing. Anyway.
3: Here's what I'll say about Muppet Christmas Carol. It's fine. Is it the best oh, Muppet movie? My no. Dick is gosh. it the best interpretation of oh, Christmas sorry. Carol? Probably not. That's it. That's all I got. It, <laughs> I, it, it's fine. It's a fine movie. I think Christmas Story to me is like the perfect Christmas movie. And so it's, it's, it's fine? It's fine? You would rather, bastard. I'd you, rather watch, if you had Tim Curry, maybe, but it doesn't. You
0: ungrateful son of a bitch.
3: Everything's got Michael Caine.
0: Oh, fuck that. Tim
3: Curry is a rare, you get him in that, and get, Island and Congo, and that's it.
0: Um, <laughs> No, you get him in a lot more than that.
3: He's a rare commodity.
0: He's not.
3: Michael Caine. Can when you
0: out my swearing?
1: Is it? No, we're the gonna keep it in. We're gonna okay. Pump up volume. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Whatever when, you need. I, to I already say know to Josh, I'm gonna lose. Say.
3: I know I'm gonna lose this battle. This is that you ever see those movies or like sometimes you see like a champion. You know, like oh here. You know, like in the end of Harry Potter when Voldemort realizes the snakes died and Harry turns and he does that look that athletes do where it's like. I realize this. Like I'm gonna, I'm about to win this. Like it's me, but I'm Voldemort. Right? I know this battle <laughs> has turned I against wanna me. You I want to nominate right, Harry go.
1: Potter: Deathly Hallows Part Two, Best Christmas.
0: Josh, videos. if it's any consolation, yeah. I would have voted against Christmas Story no matter what it was up against. It could have been.
1: I want to hear. I don't like it. I want to hear you talk negatively about a Christmas Story, and then I want to hear you talk positively about a Muppet Christmas Carol. Because I don't want to do it in reverse, because it'll be so, too har- harrowing.
0: I think I find no joy from a Christmas story mm. because, as I've mentioned before, I'm not a Christmas person, mm-hmm. and the, to me, this is just such a bleak viewpoint of Christmas. It, it is. It contains a lot of m- to say. Male gaze. <laughs> well, there's of course the sexism of. <laughs> no, I, I, I hate. I hate the the dynamic between the father and the mother. I hate that, and this poor woman is just living in you know I as a kid that wore glasses from a seven years old onward that were constantly breaking watching another kid that's breaking their glasses and this is a whole thing and then you've got to go to your mother and tell them, like, it like this is just kind of my like worst version of like not getting the present that you want like his reveal where he actually gets the Red Rider BB gun like that was never I never had that so to me this is just kind of like the worst version of christmas like up next up for mine which isn't to say that my parents and Karen didn't care and didn't get me. Saying
3: because you never had a good christmas that means no one came i just i just and i
0: just the way that like i mean they they they're you know they're obviously not like i i, I just i just don't watch this movie and feel good i never have and i never never will okay. i i don't like it okay
1: all right, that's all, and, and, it's all, you know, it's
0: all justifiable. Um, Muppet all Christmas sense. Carol. Well, I would agree with Josh. I don't think it's the best Muppet movie, um, but I do think it's, I mean, it's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Zoom it away. <laughs> it's a 10 out of 10. And um, you you criticize it for not having Tim Curry in it, but Michael Caine is incredible in this movie. He He acts as if he's acting against humans. Uh, At no point do you think he's talking to a mound of felt and the music is great.
3: I just feel like, and again, I haven't even seen all of Scrooge, but something like Scrooge, I appreciate so much more in that it takes the familiar elements of a Christmas story and turns them on its head. Whereas Muppet Christmas Carol feels like a very straightforward telling,
1: but with Muppets. But with Muppets. And it's got you know which, right. is, in, which in their defense is kind of their MO, some like yeah you know, also. Treasure Island is what would this be if yes. it were done with Muppets. Also right? the, sure. the
0: dynamic of let's have the narrators be Gonzo and Rizzo is so charming. And them, you know, con- Rizzo burning his tail, them constantly falling off of things, being sort of this fourth wall presence is is like
1: excellent. I, I feel like I get how Muppet Christmas Carol is the version of Christmas Carol that doesn't actually make you feel like you have to confront that journey that Scrooge goes on. Sure. It's like a pure it's like a pure enjoyment. It's like the, the the candy version. Um, oh, and God. I'm not saying I'm not saying that against it I'm saying like sometimes you don't want all that extra baggage you watch Scrooge now what you're saying Josh like you watch Scrooge and it translates those things but there's also a scene where he's burning in the casket and you're like you're like oh my gosh and you're like confronting that you know
0: just th- so many great moments too you show up to the the Cratchit house and Piggy's cooking you know and and th- her and Kermit oh no you know Tim Tim oh it's, it's. Oh, hey! Here, put your leg. You know, it's just, we it's just so great. Tiny Tim,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> bum, bum, Like, buf, 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 buf. like Kermit coming in after Tim, Tiny Tim dies and talking about. How they, I, I always get choked up. Yeah, they buried him on the hill because that's where he liked to see the ducks. Yeah.
2: Also, the the whole Tiny Tim thing is just disability porn. We have to point that out. It's not the Muppets'
3: fault. Mm-hmm. But like, I agree. I agree with Zach. I think that's disqualifying. <laughs> um, no, I, hold
2: on, know. hold on. I the uh, Muppets' Christmas Carol is, I think, the perfect Christmas film. We watch it every year. I love the music. You know, I I would sing it all, but I don't want this video to get demonetized. No, me, I know you guys man. Really, real, really counting on that. Christmas cash coming in um, but like I I this movie to me is perfect it's a perfect retelling of a Christmas Carol and I get all of my dance moves from Michael Caine at the end right <laughs> uh, and uh, just I, I think the quality of acting and I, I also just feel like everyone was was uh, really... Uh, at the top of their game because they were like, this is the first Muppet movie since we lost Jim Henson. Let's make it's it. It's a Brian Henson feature. right? Um, and uh, I, uh, in terms of a Christmas story, I do like it. I think I saw it for the first time when I was 16 years old. So I didn't have that time when I was a kid. I didn't get it. I also thought it was a movie from the 50s. Um but then when I watched it, uh, just the, I, the for that, for that lamp itself, it goes into classic Christmas movie for me. You used up all the glue <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> it's like so excited about his prize, <laughs> right? Like, it's just, uh, it's great. Um, and uh, you know, I I, I I feel for you, Josh, but at the same time, it's Muppets. It's Muppets. There's no it's, choice. Muppets. it's Muppets. It's Muppets. It's Muppets.
3: James, excuse me, may, may I call an emergency meeting of the coalition? James, can you step over here um, for a second? Sure. Can you step over here? Yes. Yes, Josh. Okay, listen.
1: Uh Oh, You turned your mic off. I can't hear you. You're muting. Give me some. Oh, can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you now.
3: Okay, sorry. I was probably I was probably too close to mm. your ear. But listen, James, I am really worried that the jury has been stacked for the Muppets mm-hmm. and that this is like I just feel like we might be in a I might already be seeing the end game oh, we're right running now. Like time. if I was if I was Dr. Strange, mm-hmm. I'd go Did you say one end game I see because there's two fucking Muppets on this panel. Is it Dr. Tooth? Yeah. <laughs> there's just there's two Muppet junkies on uh-huh. our on our jury and I don't I don't know how
1: I'm I know. I know honest. it's tough. It's tough. Okay. I think we really have to vote, though. I think
0: we know what we're voting for.
1: <laughs> I do think we have to vote. All right, I so like there one hand for Christmas Story, two for Muppet Christmas Carol. Let me just practice. On three. After Let me practice. all, there's only one more, more sleep, sleep till Christmas. We're Marley and Marley. Ooh! Oh. All right, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> just uh, on three. <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> what? Uh, it's a tie
0: god damn you James <laughs> what? god
1: damn you I just think oh, the Christmas no. story like, covers no. the whole swath Are you of Christmas kidding me? it is the Christmas incarnate it's film it's about a fucking
0: BB gun and it looks like shit
1: I just, I, I mean, everything Josh said, I agree with. I think it covers the whole swath. I understand your concerns about it, but I think those are accurate That's to representing shit. a period feels in time. It feels like we're
2: writing a new Christmas classic on the podcast. It's called The Christmas Divorce. <laughs> well, here's the thing.
1: I, I, can, I, can only, I can only control, I have to sleep at night. But now what I do is I pray for a coin flip that lets Muppets win. <laughs> now I was, I, I'm not a religious man, but it's going to be heads, Jesus
0: Christ heads if it doesn't per- win. <laughs> are you fucking there kidding you, me? There you are, Chris. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? You would give Josh the satisfaction. It's not. I think I. I mean, I
1: agree. I think are that it's you.
0: Fucking I think serious. what Josh
1: said was very true. I don't think that Muppet Christmas Carol is the best interpretation of a Christmas Carol, and I don't think it's the Wait, best. Wait, what movie. is then? What is?
0: I just I told you that the other movie
1: gives me. It's not even that I'm indifferent to it. It gives me a negative response. You shouldn't be voting for others. You that whole point of assembling this this uncrackable. Um, uh, assembly, or whatever, this whole group of us, is to judge based on our own experiences. And I'm gonna make sure every movie you love is eliminated. Mine from are this gone. <laughs> alright. This
2: is what I think went on in your head. Alright. James. Hey. I, no. Mm. I think you you said, hey, this this hour of the podcast isn't as funny. What can I do to spice this up? And you're I'm like, alright.
0: No one likes my little fucking scarf. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: There's no need for this this casual cruelty. Okay, James voted with his heart. I respect that. You should too. Right.
1: <laughs> thank you, John. All right, now we're gonna flip this coin that decides my fate. Um, heads mm-hmm. for Christmas Story. Tails for Muppet Christmas Carol. How
2: do we know what's what squad? We-
1: is here to verify I'm the results. I'm watching the coin. <gasps> oh, thank God. Muppet Christmas Carol won based on a coin flip. Uh, It's fun. Does it feel like it's fun longer than normal? (laughs) Josh, I agree with you. I feel like.
0: Next up, Love Actually versus the Santa Claus.
1: We have to get the here's the
3: thing. Sometimes you think sometimes Santa falls off a roof, and you think that someone someone tries to put on the suit named James Mm -hmm. and save Christmas, and no matter what, it doesn't work out. Yeah, you You guys. That's what.
1: you guys are like the Jack Frost in Santa yeah, Claus the... 3.
3: Ugh. Ugh, I say.
1: Ugh, I agree. Anyway, let's move on. So this is going to be the, probably the last one we have time for in this episode. And then we have to finish the bracket next time. Um, but luckily, we'll be familiar with all the films. We are. It's Love Actually versus the movie that won its spot on the bracket last time, The Santa Claus, which is a play on words because it's a contract. There's a claw the It's
3: clever. It's so, a clever
1: hook. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I will jump out here because I, w- I kind of s- hid in the shadows for that last one because I knew what I had to do to be able to sleep at night. Okay. <laughs> I knew what I had to do and I'm just glad it worked out for everybody. Um, I don't like <laughs> love actually. I don't think that it represents love in any sort of truly good way. Um, Despite the
0: title of the film.
1: I think the title is inaccurate. Um, I think it's not about love, actually. Uh, boom. kaboom uh, Except with the exception of Bill Nighy's story about his friend. Everything else is is pretty toxic and makes me feel uncomfortable just watching the film. I think it's fine. I like seeing, you know, England in winter times. But that's about it. That's about all that's going on Mm -hmm. for it in terms of the Christmas side of things, and then the rest of it I don't like, so there. And Santa Claus is great. Tim Allen is Christmas.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Who's next? And you were saying that before that movie even came out. which was crazy. I was
1: just watching episodes of Home Improvement going, someone needs to get, this guy's Christmas. Anyway.
3: I agree. I think it's gonna be great. I, I actually really like Love, actually. I do think it's not a lot of the relationships are not ideal. Uh, but uh, as a movie, I enjoy it, and I think it's well put together, especially... In the, it's like one of the few ensemble movies that works. There's not a lot that, that do. Um, but I think... I do really... I, I appreciate the Santa Claus. I actually think Tim Allen's really good in it. Like, I think it's... You know, he doesn't have the best movie track record, I feel like, but that's like one of the few... Like, shaggy Dog. they Shaggy
1: actually, Dog, of course. Yeah, and
3: and wild hogs. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I made my mom buy my ticket to that movie. Um, not cause I want to see it, but because she wanted me to see it anyways. Long story. Um, the, yeah, now I'm sidetracked. The, uh,
1: the Santa Claus. Your mom Santa was Claus. Out for yeah, Here's the
3: thing too. I think, I think, you know, I got to start thinking strategic and I'm like, what can absolutely deliver a knockout punch to Muppets next round? Of course, the Santa Claus, that's going to be the one. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm sorry, Josh. Fuck. Zach. Um,
2: here, here's the deal. I understand how problematic love actually is, but I still like it. Like, I, I, I just, I feel like, uh, it. It's another one of those things where it's like, if you stop and think about it, a lot of it is terrible. But don't think about it. Yeah. Mm. Just enjoy it for what it what what it's intended to be. Um, and uh, you get your you got your little boy who loves the, the girl My and love. now he's in the Queen's Gandhi looks exactly the same, and how does that happen to a person? Like that's nice. And uh, and then uh, I, I always enjoy seeing Hugh Grant, probably one of his most problematic characters. Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, you know, I lot. just... At the, at, uh, I don't know why, what it is. I didn't love this movie the first time I saw it, but then I watched it by myself while I was eating ice cream alone. Um, and I really, I felt for it. Uh, and the Santa Claus, I remember seeing it in theaters, and being so bored and thinking it was not fun or good.
0: And I was like 10
2: at the time.
0: Echoing Zach here, I've only seen Santa Claus once, probably around the same age. I've never really had a big interest to return to it. I'm sure Tim Allen might be charming in it. I couldn't tell you. Love Actually, while definitely problematic in its perception of love, does have those charming moments, as Zach pointed to. I can point to a bunch of them, now for you, Rowan Atkinson wrapping the gift, as you know, um, Alan Rick- so Alan Rickman's cheating on his wife. Uh, That's uh, cheating on on his wife. Hilarious, hilarious. Right? Um, sure. No, but then but then you have other moments where his wife Emma Thompson she discovers that he bought a gift for someone else, and she goes up to her room and cries, and it's one of the most poignant just. Sad performances, like her listening to to the gift that he got her, Joni Mitchell playing, you know, singing "River," and she's crying and thinking about her life. It's it's just like it's heartbreaking. And also, you know, moments like you, you pointed out, Bill Nye and his manager, their relationship, which is, which is probably one of the only conceivable, conceivably realistic portrayals of love in this movie. It's really really nice. great. It's really excellent. And, and I, al-
2: also, I, I just love the idea that you can film a, a a woman at her wedding and obviously
0: in a stalkerish way, she <laughs> could be like, "That's so romantic." And she didn't pick up on it at any point during They're the all of me. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I, I think, to Josh's point, that it's one of the few ensemble movies that is actually like well structured and doesn't feel like it's just a cash grab. It does feel like somebody trying to tell a a eloquent story. I, I do think that it's like a well-made movie and it does make it makes you feel like especially the lead up to Christmas because your criticism is that it, these people don't have enough time to truly be in love a lot of them. And I agree mm-hmm. with that or their love is is toxic in some <laughs> yeah, way. It's
1: mostly that it's toxic.
0: However, it does make you it does really feel like you're in the lead up to Christmas uh, and the way that they you know do that, you know, every once in a while mm-hmm. you get one of those those transitions where it's like the music picks up and it's it's getting closer to Christmas and it's stuff like the the kid's pageant and she's the Christmas lobster. Like, that's just cute. It's charming detail.
1: Yeah. There's there, I mean, I, I also, will say that there are... Okay.
0: I'm sorry.
2: I was just going to say, it, It's we still feel this way about this
0: movie. And America is clearly the villain in Love Actually. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. it's also pre 9-11 so running through that airport is it
1: pre 9-11 is it i don't think so no, I, think it, it, I think it's, I think it's I after i've always said that one of the things that i would have appreciated about the movie is if when the kid runs through the security checkpoint oh you're right it's 2003 he gets, he gets hard tackled it's 2003 and just like they just pounce on i think him.
0: i just assumed it was because break his
1: little boy ribs I,
3: i'm pretty sure they mentioned 9-11 in the movie I think yeah. they mention it like as like a point of them coming together. It might be during Hugh Grant's like speech or something, I, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's talked about.
1: Listen, I, it's not perfect for sure, but you're, as you pointed out, it does have some bright spots. Stands up to Billy Bob. Like, Borton. like Alan Rickman cheating on his wife and that other woman who sits and cries on the phone after she doesn't get to have sex with the hot dude because her brother called her from the, uh, sanatorium or whatever. Tons of high points. There's the porn stands tons stand in Tons of high points that are just hilarious and yeah. wonderful to watch. Martin <laughs> Freeman,
2: is the porn stand-in? Great.
1: Mm-hmm. Lo- I, Lo- I, Love seeing on.
0: Bilbo Baggins naked.
2: We watched always it, always except
1: wearing. he's got uh, his clothes on most of the time, but she's got her top off. We why watched it in my case?
0: 12th grade English class, and our teacher made us fast-forward through the porn stand-in scenes.
1: Well, it didn't change who you Wait are now. Yeah, no
3: wonder you don't know what's going on in that movie.
2: <laughs> I, I learned everything I know about sex from watching those porn <laughs> <laughs>
3: Should
2: we vote? I think I'm yeah.
1: going
3: to vote. Like, let me just, guys, this is going to be a purely strategic vote for me because I know what's in the next bracket. So, you know, it sounds like Love Actually probably. You know, because you guys like that one better. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, whatever you guys like. You this know, what, you guys, hey, something. one of these, whatever this, wins this, probably best Christmas movie ever made. I think it's just, uh, you know, it's agree to agree.
1: This coalition is, I'm realizing, only to serve Josh's interests. <laughs> it definitely is. I don't think well, it's ever worked out right. in favor. One favor. Round
3: two is about to become a spite
1: round, but let's
0: mm-hmm. get it. One for love, actually, and then two for the Santa Claus, I believe yes. it
1: was. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not the Mrs. Claus. All right, on three. One, two, three.
0: Josh keeps waiting you can't wait to vote, Josh. The point oh, is that oh
1: coalition holds strong.
0: Josh, the point is that we all vote on No, that, that has to be his vote has <laughs> Sorry, to be disregarded. That was, th-
3: no, no, that, that was lag. No, there it was. was lag. his vote needs <laughs> to be disregarded. At least, at least, at least you're breaking up. At least, come in. Disqualified. You his have, somebody, you have a headset on the other you side. You can't too. wait
0: to hedge your bet with your vote. I think
3: Josh's vote should be
0: stricken.
1: Wow, unprecedented, but you're in charge of this bracket, so you can do whatever you want to. Whoa. Can I? Yeah, don't I
3: was going to leave it. I was going to leave it up to fate. I was going to let fate decide this. I defer to Zach.
2: Uh, well, since Josh's vote wouldn't matter anyway, I'd like to wipe it from the record.
1: <laughs> okay, so it doesn't even go to a coin flip.
0: All
2: right.
1: Love actually wins because Josh waited to vote, nearly dismantling the coalition and everything it... Was designed to stand for.
0: Wow, what a low point to end well, the episode Well,
1: I wasn't. On. Uh, let me
3: just point out there wasn't there wasn't any rule put in place that if you didn't vote, uh, if I, you had lag, you had serious what? computer real real tech issues over here. Hello, that the, the, the <laughs> your vote would be cast
1: I out. I wish we could go replay when you can see Josh's eyes darting around by the, the seat <laughs> to count the
3: votes and see who. I don't think it. I don't think that happened. I don't think that happened. And there's no way to go back and watch, so it's not yeah, like we're ever true. gonna know. Okay. All
1: right.
2: Yeah, this is a live stream, right?
1: Nope. It's heavily edited. All right. Well, I mean, at Welcome least... Welcome
0: to this YouTube premiere. Drop in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you did get my text about the YouTube premiere, but just never responded, huh?
1: No. <laughs> okay. I think we have... All right. Eight, seven more?
0: <laughs> now we're moving on to the next... Uh, oh, it's been an hour. Yeah, we're, I'm saying the next oh, episode. Oh, right. I didn't finish my sentence. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us for this holiday bracket. Mm-hmm. Sorry, James, that your movies didn't get there. Yeah,
1: I don't think anything really... Scrooge, you, you got You got Jingle all the way, got got all the But way. that's last episode. This episode was not good you for me. You got Scrooged. Well,
0: yeah, you got Scrooged. Josh and Zach, where can people find you online?
2: Uh, they can find me uh, on the dark web. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Say no more. Zach Anner. Yes. And on YouTube. And on YouTube. Check out my cool new videos, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and
3: Josh. I'm Josh the Flanagan on social Stuff, but by the time this video comes out, I'm pretty sure we'll have said that Dead Little Roosters is coming out January 8th on, on Rooster Teeth. So if
1: not, then I just blew it. Filmhouse exclusive. Yes. exclusive.
0: Well, thank you guys for joining us. So we'll see you next week.